Hi and welcome to today's episode of Hope, Help, Happiness. Now today's uh, podcast is called Alternative Ways to Increase Serotonin in the Brain Without Drugs. Um, Over the last few episodes I've been exploring looking at other ways of getting the right neurochemistry in the brain so that um, the chances of depression or low mood are reduced and the possibility of being in a much better mood are increased. I've looked at St John's Wort, um, I've looked at cold water immersion through cold showers, um, I did have a look at the use or the practical use of antidepressants and how they operated and so today I've gone beyond something like St John's Wort and f- looking for ways to uh, increase serotonin. Serotonin is one of the neurotransmitters that is shown to be deficient in those who suffer from low mood. And a role of antidepressants is to increase the level of serotonin by reducing the reuptake of it once it's been used to transmit its message in the synaptic gap between the uh, the brain, uh, the neurons. So I did a bit of searching. And good old Professor Google came up with some interesting information. Again, a lot of pop psychology type stuff, but I found an excellent article on the National Center for Biotechnology Information, which is a, uh, I think it's a a US government sponsored uh, site that has a lot of really good stuff on there about the research. And this um, article looked at, and I'll, I'll quote from it, it says, non-pharmacological methods of raising brain serotonin may not only improve uh, mood and social functioning of healthy people, but will also make it possible to test the idea that increases in brain serotonin may help protect against the onset of various physical and mental disorders. And it goes into a whole lot of science and chemistry that I don't understand, but it identifies four particular ways that serotonin could be increased. The first one, which was quite interesting, was based on a study done where using a PET scan, the serotonin levels in the brains of the subjects were monitored um, whilst their mood was changed. So they had positive mood inducement, neutral mood inducement, and negative mood inducement. And what they found is that self-induced mood changes can influence serotonin synthesis. And they found it was worked, it worked two ways, that, or possibly worked two ways. That serotonin may influence mood, but that this study showed that mood may influence serotonin. And what they found is that there was a positive correlation between positive moods and the positive levels of serotonin and a negative correlation between the negative moods and the negative serotonin. In the the right anterior cingulate cortex, some part of the brain. And what they were thinking there is that they were wondering whether the improvement seen in those with low to moderate depression through psychotherapy might also be linked to an increase in serotonin synthesis because of positive mood inducements. So that's the first way of doing it, is, is actually 
getting yourself into a positive mood state. Now, there are all sorts of ways of doing that that isn't mentioned in the article, but there might be something else I can explore elsewhere. Now, the second way of potentially increasing levels of serotonin without drugs is from exposure to bright light. Now, this is already a standard treatment for seasonally affected disorder. But they have started to see that the benefits of being exposed to more daylight are quite profound. And what the most startling statistic or the most startling fact that came out of this article was that uh, in postmortems, the levels of serotonin for those who um, die during the summer months is higher than those who die during the winter months. So clearly sometimes there's something there about light and there is a positive correlation between the quality of serotonin synthesis and the hours of sunlight during when the, the, um, uh, the readings of the serotonin levels are taken. So that's the second method. Now the third method is quite interesting as well and I think this, is, this one um, wasn't new to me but this was the benefit exercise. And apparently the UK, NICE, who is the National Institute, for, National Institute for Care and Health Excellence, or it could be Health and Care Excellence, I can't remember which way around. They don't use the H in NICE because it doesn't make a nice word, funnily enough. Um, but NICE recommends exercise as a strategy for treating people with low to moderate levels of depression instead of antidepressants because the risk-benefit ratio for people with that, with, with um mild depression is poor for antidepressants, which I thought was quite interesting. Now, they're not quite sure of the mechanism. They believe there are two elements to the mechanism. The first is that the motor activity in exercise, the moving movement of the arms and limbs, increases the firing rate of the serotonin neurons, which increases the release of serotonin and the synthesis of it. But they also think that tryptophan, uh, which is released um, post-workout, also plays a part. Now, tryptophan is a precursor to serotonin. I didn't look that up, but I think that means that it needs to be present before serotonin is uh, produced. Now, this links neatly into the fourth uh, potential way of increasing serotonin in the brain without drugs, and that's through diet. Now, tryptophan, which I've already mentioned, increases serotonin in the brain. And it's believed to be as effective as antidepressants for those with mild to moderate depression. But what was interesting here, that they were talking about, do you take uh, specific tryptophan, um, pure tryptophan, or do you eat foods containing tryptophan? Now, the, apparently that just uh, eating foods containing tryptophan doesn't increase brain serotonin, but just taking tryptophan does. They couldn't see any reason why you would take tryptophan. Apparently, depending on where you are in the world, it's seen as either a drug or as a supplement. Um, what was interesting is that the article talked about some of the myths around foods containing tryptophan. So, for example, uh, bananas can naturally contain serotonin, but the trouble is it doesn't affect the... Um, serotonin in the brain because the serotonin in the food doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. There was something about the um, possibility of uh, milk or something that's in milk, I couldn't quite, lactalbumin, 
alpha lactal I think that's got, I don't know what, I don't know how you pronounce it but that's what it says um, has can improve mood and cognition and they think that's something to do with the increase in serotonin so there are possibilities there and so the, the actual article says the possibility that mental health of a population could be improved by increasing the dietary intake of tryptophan relative to the dietary intake of other amino acids remains an interesting idea that should be explored. So it wasn't conclusive. The most um, interesting statement that came out of this article, having identified that changes in mood through changes in uh, can, uh, changes in mood, self-induced changes in mood can affect serotonin level through identifying light exposure, through exercise, potentially diet. What it said is that the effect of non-pharmacological interventions on brain serotonin um, need to be studied more. Uh, it says, uh, here's the most interesting thing, the amount of money and effort put into research on drugs that alter serotonin is very much greater than that put into non-pharmacological methods. The magnitude of the discrepancy is probably neither in tune with the wishes of the public nor optimal for progress in the prevention and treatment of mental disorders. So there's something in there about how we can help ourselves increase the levels of serotonin. And I probably need to do a little bit more digging to find out where these are, these are starting points. So exercise, the light, the diet, um, the self-induced mood changes. They're all potential ideas i've now got to explore probably each one of these a little bit deeper to find out okay well what ways can we self-induce mood changes what can we do in terms of the light certainly getting outside every day is something that will really help um, but are there other ways of doing it particularly as today has been pouring with rain um, and it's not been a nice day to go outside so that's today's article um, or today's podcast it's i'll put a link to the original article in the show notes but it's really interesting that there are or there is research that shows that serotonin can be increased and it can have a positive impact on the mood without having to resort to antidepressants so until tomorrow